Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, You're listening to the Holistic Life Podcast presented by Save What Radio. Welcome to the depths of the Holistic Life Podcast. <laughs> I'm Jenny. Excuse me. You're excused. No, excuse me. Can you're, you please you're, you're excused. have your role in you're, this podcast? I, you're excused. Guys, um, Jay, I mean, um, there's no video on you, so they can't see what you're doing. Oh, they know. <laughs> they know. Yeah. Well, welcome to the depths of the Holistic Life Podcast. I'm Jenny, one of your hosts. That's Jay. <laughs> and today's going to be a really interesting episode because... We are in the middle of our spiritual business retreat at 2J Hala headquarters. And we have been exploring and really sitting with and doing things a little bit differently. Because in the past, when we've done different like retreats, I feel like Jenny's energy comes in and she's like, woohoo, let's go create all this stuff. Woo! Yeah. And there's like a lot of excitement in creating all these things. And this time, I'm choosing to use a different approach. And actually, I'm really sampling what and how I would want to run a retreat and what it would feel like. So like today, I created a schedule and we have completely rearranged the schedule like three times, which is all good. So I'm getting an idea of kind of like the timing of stuff. And we were working on our realigned life blueprint. And we had gone through all eight dimensions of our life. And we were like speaking into how do we want to feel and what do we want to experience into each one of those dimensions, as well as we went through an exercise that we were trained in through our Mind Valley certifications called the three MIQs, the three most important questions, which is based on looking at your experiences, growth, and contribution. And so I said all that because, you know, it's exciting for me. I love doing this type of stuff. But what I realized today is it's like, cool, you can do these types of goal setting and you're like, yeah, here comes the year. I'm so excited. Like last year we went to Sarasota and we like put all these pages up, but then it's like things change and you set these goals and maybe they don't stick or all the excitement and just kind of like falls out, you know? 
And what we've been exploring today is as we've gone through, it's like, okay, what do we really want? Like, what do we really want to commit to? How do we want to show up? What are the things that we really feel like we can achieve this year that feel within our reach and maybe even a little outside of our reach from a dream big perspective? So all of that led to a conversation about how do we want to be known? Jay. Jenny, and then even the business. And through that conversation, like, okay, like here's kind of like what's coming up. Like Jay is like so powerful. He's so wise. You guys know this. Jay's powerful and wise. I'm like bubbly and awesome. Okay. And Jay, how he wants to be known. Do you want to share those? Do you want me to read them? Yes, you can read them. Okay. I got the list. So Jay wants to be known for sustainable transformation, continuous personal evolution, and showing people how to level up. And I'm going to pause and give Jay you the space if you want to speak into any of that before we move on. No, I think they kind of speak for themselves. Okay. So basically, I'm writing down all this stuff of how I want to be known, and it's like a lot of the same things I've been writing. And Jay's like, bam. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. Like, look how amazing that is. You freaking nailed it. And then what'd you say? I've been processing this for a while. Right. Like you've been working on it. And for me, I'm all about like travel and fun and adventure. And I want to help people be more present and find their authentic self, how to be more playful, aligning with your size, soul's blueprint, living authentically, create your own reality live life to the fullest, you know, these kind of getting outdoors, going after what you want. Like there's so many things. And you were asking me as we were going through this, like, okay, what's behind? Like, cause at first I said life adventure and spirituality and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, what's more go deeper. And what came out of this conversation is I was like, man, I really want to be like deep, like you, Jay. Like that's what kind of came out of it. And then I was like, but wait, do I really? Then we got talking and that's what led to this podcast for us talking about like, what does it mean to be deep? What does being a deep person mean? And it, it made me think of someone that I listened to, Violetta Pleshakova, and she talks about being a depth dweller. And so I was like, all right, Jay. And this is kind of like, I'm basically picking up where we were in the conversation and filling you in on the podcast is I was like, all right, Jay. So like, are you a depth dweller too? I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I guess... I would have to hear a definition of that, but I I just kind of see myself as a philosophical thinker and I just kind of share those thoughts. So it's more of, I I don't think I jump in a conversation and be like, oh, shit, we about to go deep. (laughs) Yo, yo, (laughs) what? You don't believe in yourself? Shit, pull up a chair. We about to go deep. (laughs) So that's what deep means that you actually like will sit down with somebody. Like, what what does it mean to go I just, deep? I, I'm I don't I don't know. Um, you you you're the one who said I want to be deep like you. Like, what is that like for you? I think that my perception of it is that being deep is being able to have these philosophical conversations and to be able to have conversations that go beyond the surface. And to be able to actually hold an intelligent conversation with somebody. Um, Exploring it, what it's like in life or something well, like you, that. You definitely can have a, a intelligent conversation with someone with not 
going deep. And like I said, I don't I don't jump into a conversation and be like I'm going. Well, I, I say that kind of tongue in cheek. It depends. If I know I'm getting into a philosophical conversation with somebody, yes, I know there's going to be depth to the conversation. But usually, especially with with coaching and training, it's a, it's a conversation. It's not like, oh, I'm I'm saying this to kind of like blow your mind. It's especially for, for, for coaching, my coaching clients. It's like, I want you to think outside of the box you've been programmed or conditioned to think that you fit in. Because if you're working with me, there's always some sort of, not always, there's already some sort of understanding that you don't belong in a box. And it's more of questioning, not saying what you believe is right or wrong, but just questioning it. And just having a conversation back and forth. Conversation we had the the other morning with Ruth. Hey, Ruth. No, you're listening. <laughs> and she was asking about a morning routine and just kind of breaking that down. The start of my day is important. That first hour of the day. Well, why is that important? It's just like, okay, this is why I feel it's important. And just kind of reflecting back to that and just... Just like, I guess when you do something for so long, it's just, you don't see it kind of like other people see it. It's just what you do. I get what you're saying. And what you're sharing, I believe, is super important and an excellent skill to have. But I feel like any coach who's been well-trained could then be deep based on that particular thing. Because if you are a coach who has good training and you apply those you know, what you learned in training, you've learned to listen and reflect and ask questions and ask deep questions, get to the root cause. I think, yes. And in that depth is relative. Okay. But outside of that, unless you want to stay in the coaching realm, because that was like an example you went to. No, coaching, training, running a business, being Mm -hmm. an employee, I feel all the depth is 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 relative and you can apply this anywhere you go. I think that's another thing for me too. I see everything is relative. It doesn't matter like oh I'm the boss, no I'm the employee, I'm the coach, I'm the one who's being coached, I'm the student, I'm the teacher. It it's all relative to me because there's something you can pull from it. I'm sitting here and maybe this is part of your point. I'm sitting here thinking about what you're saying and putting the pieces together. And I'm still remembering what we talked about before we pulled out the mics to record, you know, where I was asking like, okay, what does deep mean? Who do we know? Both know who's deep. And you said your dad. And I said, well, what makes him deep? But too, you you asked me that and I'm defining deep by my particular definition. Mm. Someone else might meet and talk with my dad and feel he's not deep at all. Hmm. So, I mean, we don't know him, but throwing this out, Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart can be deep. And some people might be like, well, he's a comedian. But like, if you actually listen to the depth of some of his jokes, you know, there's depth in that. But it's not sitting down and having a philosophical question. He's sitting there making you laugh. At sometimes what may be a, a a painful situation, a scenario for someone else. Hmm. And a lot of that is is his own life stories that he's learned to find humor in. 
and being able to 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 share with 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 other people like the the lightheartedness of a bad situation or a perceived bad situation. You know, it's interesting because I feel like this conversation is going a little bit different of a direction, which is just fine. And I feel like what it's coming to more is, you know, since let me, let me just pause for a second and back up. One of the things that we like to do in this podcast and in our business and with our clients is to help people to just pause and think about whatever it is, right? And help people to think differently and be inspired to live their life in a way that honors them and that aligns with them and is fun and stuff, right? So now I'm kind of thinking about the deep conversation because I feel like for me, I have, ever since I can remember as a little girl, I've wanted to be deep and I've wanted to be perceived as deep because I feel like when you're deep and you have deep conversations, you're able to have deep conversations that that is something that's valuable and people trust you and want to learn from you and all this. And so there's like an underlying belief there that being able to be deep or go deep and have deep conversations is important. And so if you take that with our conversation, we were going through like, how do you want to be known in that moment where I was like, man, I want to be deep like you, or I want to be deep like this professional speaker or that person that I've known or watched or whatever. And the thing is, is like, I feel like I'm not deep because I don't show up in that way, but that's not the way I'm meant to show up. That's like, those aren't my skills. So I guess it's, it's, it's a combination of things. It's defining what deep is. Right. And then also really aligning to your authentic self and exactly what I'm demonstrating here. Noticing when you have like these beliefs that are like, wait, this is a belief that I've been operating my life on. And I've been using this as a measuring stick for how good I am mm-hmm. in feeling that I'm, since I'm not deep, I'm not good. Right. Or, or I'm there, not there there's, yet. There's or, no value in what I have to bring to the table. Because it doesn't show up like this or that. Exactly. And, you know, let me just unwind this because here's what else is with that belief. And, you know, there's, there might be something really cool here too. And I have a belief that men, black men, men of color, black men, are just really deep in the way that they can, like, command a room and talk about things and reflect things. I've seen multiple, whether they're professional speakers or not, it doesn't matter, multiple people who have been on a stage who just have a way of commanding the English words in a way that makes you think and makes you reflect. And they're just really good at that. And of course, there are people of all different races and and genders that are too, but I'm just, I'm kind of going into my belief here. I feel like I could pull out so many black men who are really good at this. So I'm asking you as a black man, is this something that you have ever noticed or recognized? Like, why do you feel that black men have this ability to have these like deep, profound philosophical speeches and presentations and talks, yourself included? And curious if you've ever noticed this about anybody in particular, like, do you feel like I don't know. I, I'm asking a couple of questions, maybe loaded questions, and I'm just curious. I really don't have an answer for that. Uh, only thing that comes to mind 
and some people might want to argue this, and that's perfectly fine, is the way that we were brought up. Growing up being a black African-American male is just, it's, it's different from showing up how you're supposed to show up, mm-hmm. how you're taught to show up, how you choose to show up. And there's just certain, uh, for, for me, life experiences that can't be taught. And I guess coming along the way, like learning, I read a lot. I read a lot. I listened to uh, a lot of lot of people, not necessarily black people, but just people like speakers. I was exposed to a lot. Mm-hmm. And maybe a lot of that is is a reflection of how I show up because of the exposure. But like like I said, I feel that can be anybody though. Right, because I feel like as you're saying that, I read a lot. I was exposed to different things, obviously very different things than you because we all have different experiences growing up. Yet I'm not able to deliver messages quite as profound and masterfully as you are. And I'm not sure, I really don't know this is something we were talking about. Like, I'm not sure if that's ever something I'll be able to do. And honestly, is it something you want to do? It's something I've wanted on the DL for a very long time because I see that there's worth and value in being able to do that. But but once and again- And I perceive it as- I, I think there's more worth and value knowing- <laughs> there's worth and value that knowing there's worth and value in depth, right? But the real treasure in gold is n- you know that there's worth and value there, but f- being able to find or showcase that depth in your own lane, in your own energy. Like I said, Kevin Hart isn't a Malcolm X. He's not a Martin Luther King. He's not an Obama but he's Kevin Hart. Still, there's depth to when he shows up. And he may show up in a very humorous way, but there's depth in that. I feel you can find depth in in, in anything. <laughs> <laughs> if depth can be found in anything, how do you cultivate depth? And is it important to cultivate depth? And how would someone who's listening, like, is there an an importance to this? And if not, it's fine. But just kind of curious, like, okay, someone's listening. They're just listening to kind of just hear how this is talked. But like, what kind of curious too? like, what's the takeaway? If it's important to you, it's important. Okay. If it's not important to you, if you don't care about depth, if you, I, I feel that, for instance, true transformation, sustainable transformation you got to go deep with things inside yourself. There's depth there. And if you're just like, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of cool where I am. That, that's fine. But if you're like, yeah, I really want to change, whatever that means. I want to change my life. I want to change my family situation. I want to change how I view myself. There's going to be some depth there. Not in the sense of you sitting with me and talking and, you know, but in the sense of kind of digging up your past, looking at how you show up in the world, there's there's depth there. And I guess being in a conversation with other people who continue to ask, continue to question, because 
we're in a society that runs on autopilot. We're taught to run on autopilot. We've been conditioned to run on autopilot. So when the conversations come up, and there, there's not even that label of death, depth, depth, death, depth. You know what I'm saying? Would death be the same as profound? Like, yo, that's a profound conversation. I never thought that me struggling to lose weight led back to some sort of trauma I've been carrying since I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. Some might see that the conversation as depth, but the actual notion is very profound. Yeah, because when you talk about it from a self-awareness and self-discovery perspective, yeah, going deep is really important if you want to change and have a transformation in your life because it does require going into things you maybe haven't explored in a while. It requires you feeling emotions and letting them come out. It requires you self-reflection to see, you know, if you're triggered, why are you being triggered? And of course, you know, if needed and anything's from a trauma standpoint, working with a therapist on that and going, you know what I'm saying? But you have to be willing to, to go in and not just keep like stuffing away things. So from that perspective. Something just came to me hmm. and you said you've been wanting to have these deep conversations or these deep talks or whatever. Uh, and I might be putting a little bit of your business out there. So forgive me. Better to ask for forgiveness and permission. Uh, There's but always, the, always the editing room. <laughs> it, it, it's like I kind of I, I feel people who have these quote unquote profound deep conversations aren't kind, aren't afraid to tell you about the ugly side. And some people not going to put your business out there. Some people feel like, you know, they have to show up a certain way. And they can't show the ugly side because people see them a certain way. Are you basically putting my business out there? No, without no, saying- no, 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 no. <laughs> I was going to say a specific well, piece of business. Go ahead. You can no, I, I was. Uh, well, your your first marriage, for example, mm. and how you would just, you wouldn't even brush over that. Like it really didn't exist mm-hmm. because you didn't want people to know you were divorced and married already. Yep. For sure. Because I had a level of shame about that. But even in that particular story, there's depth in that story. And you could deliver that depending on the situation where it would arise for you to share that particular story. There's depth in the way that you could share that. Wouldn't be the way that I would share it, but there would be depth there Mm -hmm. because you've experienced that. You live through that. You can teach through that particular scenario. And I feel that's where the depth is. Mm. Which then had me come to another idea about how to access depth is being willing to sit with this stuff, to sit with your life experiences, to sit with content that you've written, to sit with a business idea, to sit with guidance, to sit with whatever, and not, I'm speaking kind of about my journey, not always be looking for the next best thing. Hmm or distracting yourself or being busy or whatever the other things are that we have right. going on. Because that's one way that you're different than me primarily in your life is that you have no problem. Like you said, like for your self-discovery every day, self-discovery, because you're, you know, 
oh, that triggered me. Okay, why? And your mind is like processing it and playing it and kind of seeing where the lesson is, where for me to be able to do that, I would have to, as as a different personality and a different person, I would have to like sit myself down and actually sit with that. Like you sit with it in the moment. Right. Or you revisit it throughout the week or whatever. Like it's gone. It's out of my head. And it, you know, until it becomes a big enough pain in the ass that I know I actually have to sit with it. Right. Just, I mean, just saying. And honestly, then my other question is, is do you feel like extroverts have the ability to go deep? Yeah. And I mean, extroverts, introverts. Doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter because all an extrovert is, is a person who is fueled off of other people. And an introvert is a person who was fueled by recharging alone by themselves mm-hmm. and kind of sitting in the moment. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if you're an extrovert or if you identify as an extrovert or introvert. Yeah. I guess that's true because really like we're all different. We're all unique. Everybody has a different way of doing it. And that's just like putting labels and putting people in a box like, oh, you're this, what's so this way, you're that, you're that way or whatever. Yeah. And, and like I said, like we we are all interchangeable. Depending on who you ask or talk to, there's some people who would be like, Jay introvert? Get the fuck out of here. No, he's not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm pretty sure there's some some moments, probably less than the extroverted moments, but there there's some moments where you are introverted. Mm-hmm. Learning how to be, especially here recently. You know, the 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 other I feel like the other like big takeaway from this conversation is part of the process is really you identifying and learning who you truly authentically are. Because in my in my search to be like Jay and be really deep, well, the, already right there, if I'm searching to be like Jay and be deep, that's not me. Right. Now, I feel like this is where some of the work and the reflection comes is it's like, do I want that? Is Are there certain characteristics or how can I take what I'm good at and show up as me and own the shit out of what I'm good at. Because I don't, like, what did you say? Like, you know, you're probably not going to be the uh, Zen master stroking his beard, her beard. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're definitely like not. The, yeah. And and it's like, I want that because I feel like there's a level of prestige to it. But then also if we get into like, that's like the ego talking. My ego wants that. But once again, like once again, the but, question I always go back to, do you? Well, because my ego you, does. you having to sit on a rock waiting for someone to show up would probably drive you fucking insane. <laughs> but I want the prestige of it. And really the thing is, the interesting thing in that is that the person who's sitting on the rock waiting for the student to appear is not sitting on the rock for any form of prestige. The, I was getting ready like, to say. There is no prestige in that because was, there's I, the I, profound I, teaching in the journey to get to the rock. Yeah. Because I was like, I could care less about prestige. Yeah. And like, I would be doing it for prestige. And I would say that that would be uh, a clue to whatever goals or whatever dreams you have, that if they're aligned to prestige, then maybe it's not really, maybe it's something to explore. Yeah, I, I could care less about the prestige. I could care less about the potential fame. I could care less about my name and lights. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like, no, that's not why I want to be that person. I want to be that person because even with that, even with the sitting on the rock waiting for the student, there's a lesson in that. Right. Right. And I have other ways that I can deliver lessons just like you, the listener, has other ways you can deliver lessons. You're not ever going to be a Jenny or Jay 
the amazing thing is that we can learn from everybody in our environment and we can grow and learn and expand. And when people come into our fields, we're activated by them and sometimes triggered by them. And every single situation has an opportunity for a learning moment, a learning experience. And you can still find characteristics in people and find and want those characteristics or want to develop those skills. You know, maybe someone is really good at communicating or really good at giving speeches, giving presentations and motivating people. And if that's what you want to do, those are skills you can cultivate. And then also, I feel like the journey is finding a way to do that in your own way, not the way that that person does it. Right. This is such a deep conversation. I just want to sit here in silence and take it all in. <laughs> he just put the mic in front of me. Cause, like, is he going to bark? <laughs> he licked it. He licked it. All right, guys. So this was a good, a good conversation. Heck, hey, you know what? I do live in the depths. The Holistic Life podcast, we go deep. We talk about a lot of stuff. And I go deep and I don't go deep in the way that Jay does. I'm here as the supporting actress <laughs> into Jay's depth to help pull it out of him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's he going to sure. say on this? <laughs> and guess what? If you want to be in these conversations with other like-minded people, you can always join us in the Levolutionary Circle. This is our exclusive membership community for other like-minded people who are on a journey of self-growth and self-discovery, who want to shed outdated beliefs and want to implement new lifestyle habits so you can live a fun-filled life with freedom and adventure. And look, I'm going to tell you, like you have the opportunity to have an amazing life from being a part of the revolutionary circle. But I'm also going to tell you that fulfillment, I'm not over promising by being like, you are going to reach fulfillment by joining, but it's possible that you do find aspects or a lot of fulfillment from being in the group. I'm just going to say that, right? Cause you can, <laughs> fulfillment's a journey, yeah. right? And you're finding all the pieces, but that is what we want to help you get to. We want, you know, we want you to have more fun and adventure and freedom and fun and all that stuff in your life. And you can do that by joining the circle. So you go to the, Levolution, L-E-V-E-L-U-T-I-O-N.com. And you can join right there. It is a very, very, very great investment for you. We look forward to seeing you on the inside. And Jay, anything else? Holla. Bye. You can subscribe to the Holistic Life Podcast from your favorite streaming platform. And don't forget to check out 2jholla.com to stay in the know as an official 2JH insider. Mahalo for tuning in. And until next time, that's our show.